We're crossing live now to RNZ's Jamie Tahana in Gisborne. Tēnā koe, Jamie. Tēnā koe, Susanna. So nice to be speaking with you. Where are you right now? I'm currently right in central Gisborne, um, kind of in the city centre. We have a by the bridge where the two rivers meet. Kind of, it's it's considering the past week we've had. It's a lovely evening here in Gisborne. So, strapping out the day. How has it been? What's the latest? So, I mean, progress is being made. You know, the, the weather has cleared up, and that's allowed people to really get out and about and start you know, scraping away at all that silt or clearing the debris and stuff. So it's been a buzz with activity today. Um, Tata Fiti Civil Defence actually only a couple of hours going saying good progress is being made connecting the more isolated communities, you know, up the coast or in the Kumbaras or further south. Um, Civil Defence Controller Ben Green saying he's reasonably confident everyone has been reached. So that's been a bit of a mammoth effort, if you know this area, you know, there are some really isolated areas and a lot of roads and a lot of bridges still remain cut off, particularly to those rural areas. So, you know, that, that that's good progress there. Now the issue there, I guess, is maintaining that contact or getting the resources where they need to be. I've also been out in Tekaraka today, which was one of the more, about half hour drive out of Gisborne. It's, um was one of the more hardest hit communities, you know, the whole valley got filled up in the middle of the night last week, you know, 400 or so residents had to flee on a hill, so many houses there have been condemned and clean up there is in, is in um, full swing today, so, you know, it's, it's I won't say normality is resuming, but the pace of the clean up has really gathered pace. Were you able to drive to Te Karaka? Yes, yes, and that connection is is coming back, so you know we've got cell phones back in Gisborne now. Internet is largely back on, still patchy. Most people are back on power supplies. This is in the city, some remote areas. You know, still still not quite connected, and it can be a bit patchy. Um, in town this evening, just wandering through, everyone's got FPOS back, which is quite significant because. Absolutely. Without for nearly a week, and who carries cash now? So that's caused a few headaches around here. And um, yeah, to to your point about being able to drive out to to Karaka, the road's now open where you can drive all the way through to Waportiki in the Bay of Plenty. Um, You know, that's only open in daylight for now, and it's it's still very dusty and, and not a great drive, but you can get through. You can also get to Wairoa now. So that's. It's helping ease a lot of the supply chain pressures we've had we've had in town. What can you tell us about water? So we're still in what the council's calling a water crisis. So you know the pipeline from one of the main dams that supplies Gisborne's tap water is broken in several places, and the second dam is a lot smaller. And this is what the city's relying on. So. You know the supply is not adequate to meet normal demand, so that that message has gone out to severely cut water use. You can still drink, you can have short sharp showers, and you can you know food prep, but basically all other use has been asked to stop. You know car washes around here are closed, um, and hairdressers can cut hair but not wash. You know everyone's been asked to 
pull back on their water use from the town supply. And it does seem to be heated. There are signs all over town about about this, and the message does seem to be getting out. So, you know, there there is still a supply, but it's it's still going to be a few days till, you know, normal use for that can resume. Where else did you get to today, Jamie? Um, just around here, I um, managed to get out to the coast a bit, so the slash is, is covered across all the beaches here, and that, that's becoming a big problem too. You know, this comes down every time, you know, because Tadasiti has had several states of emergency in the past year. And, uh, I mean, Cyclone Gabriel was significant, and locals I've been speaking to have been saying it was probably worse than Cyclone Bola, which caused extensive devastation around here in 1988. And looking at the beaches and all the debris and um, logs from forestry and erosion that has just been washed out here is, is quite a confronting sight. You know, if you also made it through town where um, people are trying to pick up wheelbarrows and spades to clean up their properties or if their properties are unaffected, they're quite often going out to help others, you know. In Takaraka today, there was a huge volunteer effort going on as as they, you know, cleared silt or loaded up trucks from the ruined possessions of people's homes that have just piled up on streets. So, you know, there's, there's still a lot, long way to go with the clean-up effort there. And, you know, Gisborne sort of returned to a hive of activity, but that activity is largely based around cleaning up or, you know, as, as officials keep calling, the next phase of the response. Exactly, the next phase. Is is there a sense of an order of priorities because there are so many aspects to the next phase? It's emerging. So, you know, with with power and communications down here for a while, it was it was tough to just ascertain what the needs were or what the priorities were. You know, there were communities, particularly up the coast, you know, Waipiro Bay or Polaga Bay, Pukumaru Bay, where comms were gone. So there were a few days where we didn't know what what the priorities were, let alone if they were okay. Messages is now back that, you know, while, while flooded, people are okay. So now it is reconnecting there. So State Highway 35 north uh, north of Uawa, Tolaga Bay, that bridge has been wiped out and it could be a while before it returns. So how, how do supplies keep going up there? How do connections get made? A lot of schools reopened here today, but there's also, you know, many whanau who've lost homes and this is also a region where People often work in forestry or horticulture and things, and so with those things ruined, what does this mean for jobs in a region that is one of the country's lower earning ones? You know, there's uncertainty. Yeah, many, there many with, questions. Um, I've just had a text come in, Jamie. Um, if you could, if because you've you've just touched on State Highway 35, and this person's keen to know if you've heard anything about Tiaroa. Tiaroa at the top of the Cape can be accessed now from the Bay of Plenty side, but the bridge north of Tolaga Bay, Uawa, has been washed out. So, you know, if you're going from Gisborne to try to get to Tiaroa, it's the long drive over to the Bay of Plenty and then up around the other side. So Tiaroa is now accessible from the west 
Very good news. I'm looking forward to speaking with you later in the week, may even be tomorrow. And thanks so much for being there tonight and giving us the update live. Really appreciate no. it, Jamie. No Take right, good right, care. Thanks, Susanna. Take it there. Aye.